I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. In Leesburg, I'm Dick Uliano. Arlington County police decide against charging a rideshare driver who crashed into a pub back in August. The explosion in teleworking in the D.C. region that still lingers from the pandemic. I'm Nick Ainelli. A breezy afternoon ahead. Highs today in the low 60s. It's 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour. Sponsored by Chick-fil-A. I'm Stacey Lynn in Washington. Less than three weeks until the midterms, but early voting in North Carolina gets underway today. Rich Holmes lives in Charlotte. Let's go. It's really no different than voting um, on Election Day. President Biden is heading out on the campaign trail as we hear from CBS's Weisha Zhang. Today, the president is heading to Pittsburgh to tout the billions of dollars he signed into law for rebuilding the nation's infrastructure. He will revisit the site of a massive bridge collapse, which he toured back in January on the day the disaster unfolded with Pennsylvania Lieutenant Governor and Democratic U.S. Senate candidate John Fetterman. After Russian President Putin declared martial law in several occupied areas in Ukraine, CBS's Holly Williams reports there are mass evacuations in the southern city of Kherson. The authorities installed by Moscow have started moving tens of thousands of people away from the front line, ahead of an expected Ukrainian counteroffensive. As Russian troops battle to hold onto land they've seized, the mood on Russian state TV seems close to despair. Don't expect any good news in the next two months, says this correspondent. Ukrainian officials are telling people to charge their phones and computers ahead of rolling blackouts after more than a week of Russian airstrikes that have knocked out power to a third of the country. A young Afghan couple is accusing the military of abducting a baby they cared for. CBS's Kami McCormick. A U.S. Marine adopted the child. Afghan relatives were unaware and when they arrived in the U.S. were surprised to see the child's last name listed as Mast after the Marine and his wife, Joshua and Stephanie Mast. The baby had been rescued after a U.S. Special Forces raid two years earlier that killed her parents and five siblings. The little girl's three and a half years old now. Fewer kids want to go to college. For the third straight year, enrollment is down. The report from the National Student Clearinghouse Research Center found the number of undergrads has dipped 1.1% since last fall. It's not as bad as during the COVID height, but still much less than before the pandemic hit. The San Diego Padres with the win last night, beating the Phillies to tie up the NLCS at a game apiece. The call on Fox. In the ALCS, it was the Astros beating the Yankees, making them now three games away from punching a ticket to the World Series. This is CBS News. Brought to you by Chick-fil-A. Order a grilled spicy deluxe sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. It's spicy and full of flavor. Available for a limited time. 803 on Thursday, October 20th. Mostly sunny this afternoon, breezy, highs in the upper 50s to low 60s. Good morning, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Bruce Allen. Here are the top local stories we're following for you this hour. 
An illegally parked van near the Supreme Court yesterday led to an arrest by an alert Capitol Police officer and the recovery of several guns. WTOP's Mitchell Miller has details now from Capitol Hill. Capitol Police initially responded to the white van near First and Capitol Streets because of where it was parked. And then a canine unit got a hit and officers were called in. Initially, three people were detained and one of them told officers there were guns in the van. Officers then recovered a shotgun and two handguns. 80-year-old Tony Payne of Georgia now faces a weapons charge. Just a few months ago, a man rammed a barricade in this area, setting his car on fire. He later shot himself after firing shots into the air. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. Capitol Police say a man and a woman with the 80-year-old were not arrested. They say the three told them they were there to deliver documents to the Supreme Court. Loudoun County's top prosecutor is now characterizing the release two weeks ago of a man charged with murder as a rare mistake. Commonwealth's attorney, Buda Bibberai, says the October 6th release of Stone Colburn was an unfortunate accident. And while Bibberai initially expressed disappointment in the sheriff's office, she now offers praise that Colburn was rearrested within a day. Their response was swift and appropriate. Sheriff Mike Chapman says better communications could have helped avert the error. And Commonwealth's attorney Bibberai says public safety would benefit from improved dialogue between her office and the sheriff's office. We need to stop talking through tweets, press conferences. Both the prosecutor and the sheriff say they want no repeat of the unusual mistaken release. In Leesburg, Dick Oliano, WTOP News. There will be no criminal charges for the Uber driver who crashed into a pub in Arlington in August. Arlington County Police say their investigation showed the driver had a medical emergency prior to the crash on August 12th. More than a dozen people were injured when that car left the road and slammed into Ireland's Four Courts pub. Working from home became more popular, not to mention necessary during the pandemic. And when you look at traffic in the region, you can really see the impact of remote work. Sure, there's more traffic now when compared to the start of the pandemic, but things are not back to normal on the roads. Not even close. Nicholas Ramfos is a transportation expert with the Metropolitan Washington Council of Governments. There was an explosion in teleworking. It did have a dramatic impact on commuting in 2022. New estimates show that on a typical workday, one and a half million workers in the D.C. region are teleworking. That amounts to 44 percent of all workers in the region, and it's five times higher than the estimates in 2019 when fewer than 300,000 were teleworking on a typical day. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Frederick County public school officials want to know what you think of their plan for what students should do during virtual learning on up to three snow days beginning next school year. The plan says students can complete assignments on those days at any time throughout the day. The Frederick News Post reports the county's Board of Education will vote on that proposal next week. Police in Prince George's County asking for your help this morning to find an SUV and a driver involved in a deadly hit and run in Greenbelt. Police say they found the body of 22-year-old Zarek Lynch of Annapolis in the middle of Greenbelt Road around 2 in the morning. They think the SUV that hit the man was a 2002 to 2006 dark-colored Cadillac Escalade that likely has damage to the front and passenger side. May also be missing part of the passenger side headlight. Coming up after traffic and weather, a D.C. program is so successful and popular, it now has its own space. It's 8.07. Looking for a better way to get a commercial loan? Turn to Bergen Herbert Bank. We're local, nimble, agreeable. You'll end up with a better credit solution customized for your business needs. I'm David Boyle, President and CEO of Bergen Herbert Bank. And whether you're a real estate firm, a law office, or a professional practice, I can promise you this. We're the better commercial financing choice for your business. 
Burke and Herbert Bank. It's better here. At your service since 1852. With the threats to our nation evolving and growing in complexity, the right technology is essential to the decision-making process. For over a decade, Palantir has proudly partnered with the U.S. government and the private sector to help solve the world's hardest problems. From pandemic response to military mission planning to supply chain challenges and beyond, decision-makers need solutions that meet their needs now. And Palantir provides the foundational software of tomorrow delivered today. To get started, visit Palantir.com. 808. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th over to Jack Taylor in the traffic center. Okay, a little improvement in the district as you're coming off the 11th Street Bridge onto the freeway headed west or south on 395 after the 3rd Street Tunnel. That crash cleared from the far right side of the roadway, so now lanes are open. We're still slow, leaving Maryland onto DC 295. Your pace improves at East Capitol Street, North I 295. You'd been slow right around Oxen Cove to Laboratory Road, then again an off and on slowdown from about the Suitland Parkway toward the inbound 11th Street Bridge. Now you will find we're slower, 3rd Street Tunnel northbound, riding up toward the light of New York Avenue, but so far nothing to report in your way. Slowing in Maryland on the Beltway, topside outer loop, 95 to George Avenue, then after old Georgetown Road into the big curve toward River Road. Look for delays on 270, beginning in Germantown, south through Rockville. The crash at 370, been reported in the left lane, then you're still heavy into Rockville, with a delay again at the lane divide to go down the spur. George Avenue up near Bell Pre Road, that's word of a pedestrian wreck, 29 southbound after Lockwood Drive. That crash last heard was taking away the far right lane. All right, you're going to find in Virginia some slowing on 66 going east. In Gainesville, the crash cleanup wrapping up near the Prince William Parkway, still along the right side, but slowing after the Fairfax County Parkway toward Nutley Street with the metal debris last heard was in the right center lane. Northbound Fairfax County Parkway after Telegraph Road, that wreck was in the right lane. Also, we'd got the delay on 95 leaving Woodbridge through Dale City, headed south. Southbound. Early this morning, we had a tractor-trailer fire. All the lanes were reopened. Now crews are back to try to retrieve the trailer portion. The right lane remains closed, and it has caused quite a delay. 395 slows in the Springfield Interchange, headed up toward King Street. You'll slow again as you approach the Pentagon to cross the inbound 14th. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, a Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Jack Taylor, WTOP Traffic. And the forecast now, here's Mike Stiniford. A freeze warning continues for most of the area until 9 this morning. A good deal of sunshine today, turning a bit breezy this afternoon. After a cold start, a bit warmer this afternoon. Our highs upper 50s to lower 60s. Fair skies tonight. Lows will be in the 30 suburbs, lower 40s near the district. Lots of sunshine, a bit warmer with lighter winds on Friday. Highs up to mid-60s. Increasing clouds Saturday afternoon, but a mild day, a high near 70. A chance of showers on Sunday, mainly east of I-95. Highs in the 60s. I'm Storm Team 4's Mike Stineford. We have sunshine, 29 in Rockville, 32 in Ashburn, and 34 degrees in District Heights. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 8-11 now. District officials have been saying that the revitalization of the city's police cadet corps program is one tool that can help the district deal with the continuing loss of officers. The program has grown so much, it now has its own space. 
For a while, D.C. police have been cramming the cadets into some space at the MPD Training Academy in Southwest. And it was a hot mess, to be honest with you. So you can imagine how excited Police Chief Robert Conti was to open up the program's new training facility in the Anacostia neighborhood. This space is one benefit of taking your first step to the best career decision you could ever make. Cadets are working on high school and associate's degrees who get paid while jump-starting a career in policing. So the additional class space allows for us to do the instruction that we need to do the program's growing popular with about 100 cadets right now and more than 100 working to get in. In Southeast, John Dome in WTOP News. New this morning, arbitrators will now take over after the district and the Washington Teachers Union were unable to agree on a contract with the help of mediators. Union President Jacqueline Pogue-Lyon tells WTOP she's very disappointed because the city's 4,000 teachers haven't had a new contract in three years. Last night, the D.C. Board of Education approved a resolution urging the city to come to an agreement with the teachers. Ward 1 board member Emily Gusoy was critical of the city. It is shameful to nickel and dime our teachers if that's what's happening who have worked nonstop under the most stressful circumstances and who are the absolute backbone of our education system under any circumstances. Now WTOP has contacted Mayor Bowser's office for comment. Last month she said she was proud of the offer the city had made to the teachers. This morning we're hearing from Jim Messina from Loggins and Messina who performs at Ram's Head in Annapolis on Sunday. It moves from an acoustic evening into a country electric evening into really almost a Latin jazz with all the material that I've done over the years. Jim Messina was part of Buffalo Springfield and Poco before meeting Kenny Loggins. Together, Loggins and Messina recorded hits like Your Mama Don't Dance. Your Mama Don't Dance and Your Daddy Don't Rock and Roll. That song has been recorded by so many artists, and I can't think of any other reason other than the generation gap. I mean, was it Socrates that said this generation of kids just do not appreciate their parents? So it's been going on for a long time. Here are full chat on my podcast, Beyond the Fame. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. It's 8-13. Republican Congressman Denver Riggleman has a message for his fellow Virginians. Listen up. This is not a typical political ad. I'm a Republican congressman saying nice things about a Democrat. Abigail Spanberger. In Congress, the parties sit apart and don't work together, except Abigail. I'm Abigail Spanberger, and you deserve a Congress that works for you. It's why I've stood up to the leaders of both political parties, leading the charge to ban Congress from trading stocks, against congressional pay raises, and supporting term limits. She's trying to change Congress and make it work. And she's ranked the most bipartisan member of Congress from Virginia and fifth in the country. In the CIA, Abigail worked counterterrorism. She puts country first. That's why I support Abigail. I approve this message because Congress needs fixing, but I like a challenge. I'm Abigail Spanberger, candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Spanberger for Congress. Let Meadows Farms Nurseries help you prepare for the winter with Mulch Madness. Four bags of shredded hardwood mulch for just $15.55. That's four bags for $15.55. And these are the big bags, three cubic feet. That's four bags for $15.55 for all Meadows Farms VIP customers. You can sign up to be a VIP customer at any of their 17 nurseries or go to meadowsfarms.com for more details. Limit 100 bags per customer. Hurry, offer ends October 26th. Meadows Farms Nurseries, plant a little happiness. Caring for atrial fibrillation requires a team of medical specialists working in rhythm to create the best treatment plan for your unique risk factors. At ANOVA, our integrated AFib team works together to provide personalized care that is proven to achieve the best results. 
we work in sync to make sure your heart beats in regular rhythm. Schedule your AFib consult today at anova.org slash heartbeat. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 8-15 over to Dave Johnson. Hey, listen, we were wondering, we were wondering, how's it going to work? How's it going to work? Opening night for the Wizards, first time in a regular season game. Bradley Beal and Kristaps Porzingis on the court together. Porzingis to Beal. Beal left out of bounce pass. Cutting Porzingis. Oh, slam! Two ends! Two ends! Oh. All the attention Dave went to Beal off that pick and roll. And what does Beal do? Finds a great roller off the screen in Porzingis for the dunk. See, that's what I would do. Throw it to the guy who's 7-3. I mean, that would be my basketball <laughs> philosophy. It worked out well. Wizards 114-107 win over the Pacers. Porzingis 15 points, 10 rebounds. Kyle Kuzma had 22 points. Bradley Beal led the way with 23, and you just heard one of his six assists. Being able to look up and see multiple guys in double figures and knowing that I don't have to carry a bunch of that, knowing I can create and give them the ball, let them work. Be ready to catch and shoot, get some catch and shoots in my, in my game back again. Yeah, five Wizards in double figures. Justin Verlander struck out 11 in six innings. Astros beat the Yankees 4-2. Padres, 8-5 win over the Phillies using a five-run fifth inning. Taylor Heineke will start Sunday against the Packers, and he knows what he has to do to have success. I'll tell you about that the next half hour. Hey, didn't know this. Today is Sports Equinox. For the 27th time ever, the NFL, Major League Baseball, NHL, NBA, are all playing on the same day, plus there's two Major League Soccer postseason matches. Wow. wow. That's what I said. <laughs> Dave Johnson, WTLB Sports. The top stories we're following for you this morning on WTOP. A federal judge says former President Trump signed legal documents challenging the results of the 2020 election that included voter fraud claims he knew were false. An 80-year-old man from Georgia is charged with having unregistered guns and ammunition that were found in a small white van that was illegally parked outside the Supreme Court yesterday. U.S. Capitol Police say the man, along with a woman and another man who was with him, said uh, they'd parked in front of the Supreme Court building so they could deliver documents to the court. Ukrainian officials have accused Iran of violating a U.N. Security Council ban on the transfer of drones capable of flying 300 kilometers or more. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just moments. Supreme Court Justice Amy Coney Barrett has been asked to block the Biden administration's student loan debt relief program. The request came from a taxpayers group in Wisconsin. Barrett handles emergency application requests from that state. Earlier this month, a federal judge in Wisconsin dismissed the group's lawsuit. The group then appealed to the Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals and asked Barrett to suspend the program until the appeal is heard. The Department of Education could begin processing requests for student loan forgiveness, uh, forgiveness as soon as this Sunday. Six Republican-led states are also trying to block that plan. It's 818. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Back over to Jack in the traffic center. All right, looking a little bit better out in Gainesville on 66 running eastbound. The crash cleanup that was headed out toward the Prince William Parkway near exit 44. Seems all the activity's gone now. The delay will ease here pretty quickly. It was light even though the right half of the roadway was closed with this cleanup of the crash. The rest of the ride east, a little heavy in Centerville, but some slowing as you approach 50 headed out toward Nutley where we had some earlier metal debris in the right center lane near exit 62. Fairfax County Parkway northbound after Telegraph Road. That crash had the right lane blocked. You'll find the delays with us still leaving Dale City getting out of Woodbridge 95 headed south into Dumfries. Just after 234, cleanup of an earlier morning tractor trailer fire remains in the far right lane. 
395 will slow from the Beltway, headed to King Street. Then again, you'll slow as you approach the Pentagon, headed toward the 14th. Interloop slows right out of the Springfield Interchange toward Braddock Road and 236. Delays again north of 66, headed just beyond the Dulles Toll Road. Now, you're going to find in Maryland a delayed potential, 95 northbound, just after the ICC. A wreck you'll kind of approach at speed along the left side of the roadway. Southbound slowed near 212 to get onto the outer loop that slows all the way toward Georgia Avenue. 270s jammed in Germantown, headed to the wreck after 370. That was in the left lane. You'll also find Georgia Avenue near Bell Pre Road. That was reports of a pedestrian crash. Sounds like a vehicle on its side riding in Durwood on Muncaster Mill Road between Redland Road and Bowie Mill Road following police direction. There had been a crash in Silver Spring on 29 South after Lockwood Drive. The activity had been blocking the far right lane. There's one technology company that delivers trusted identity solutions to hundreds of federal and state agencies worldwide. It's Idemia. Learn more at identitywithintegrity.com. Jack Taylor, WTOP Traffic. The forecast now, Mike Stennifer, that bright sun's going to feel good a little later today. Uh, it will, and that with southerly wind means a little bit warmer today with a good deal of sunshine. Our highs upper 50s to lower 60s. Overnight fair skies, lows will be in the 30s to low 40s. Sunshine tomorrow, the slow warming trend continues, a high in the low to mid-60s. Pretty good look at day on Saturday morning. Sunshine, an increase in cloud cover in the afternoon, but a mild day with a high near 70. Low pressure comes up the eastern seaboard on Sunday. We're going to turn mostly cloudy. Could be a couple showers mainly in the afternoon and mainly along and east of I-95 with a high in the low to mid-60s. Then back to sunshine on Monday, warmer with a high in the low 70s. Fredericksburg 35, BWI Marshall 40. And right now, Ann and Bruce, we have a temperature of 42 at Reagan National. Brought to you by New Look Home Design, the roofing experts. Visit newlookhomedesign.com. Coming up on WTOP. An Afghan couple in Virginia now accusing a U.S. Marine of abducting their baby. I'm Melissa Howell. It's 821. There's a reason Comcast Business powers more businesses than any other provider. Actually, there's a few. Comcast Business offers the fastest reliable network, the peace of mind that comes with Security Edge, helping to protect all your connected devices, and the most reliable 5G mobile network. Want me to keep going? I can. Whether your small business is starting or growing, you need Comcast Business. Technology solutions that put you ahead and give you serious savings. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Get started with fast, reliable internet for just $49 a month for 12 months with no annual contract. Plus, find out how to get up to a $500 prepaid card with a qualifying bundle. Offer ends 10-23-2022. Restrictions apply. New Comcast Business 50 megabits per second internet customers only. Requires enrollment in EcoBill and AutoPay. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra and subject to change. Comcast Business Mobile utilizes the network with the most root metrics 5G data reliability wins in 1H 2022. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement. Here's Alexis Bunnell, an emerging technology evangelist for government at Google Public Sector on the discussion maximizing security and flexibility in the orbit of a cloud migration, sponsored by Kerasoft. So really IT leaders that are looking at their mission, looking at their programs and saying, how can we be ahead? How can we future-proof? How can we lean in? Particularly at multi-cloud, right? I think that's really critical for, you know, public leaders, military leaders, defense leaders to be thinking about how do I ensure kind of that generational level of flexibility, right? So that my programs can meet, you know, what will be coming. I also think one of the really interesting things about it is this idea, and we're seeing this mentality a lot, kind of a move 
away from what I would call systems level thinking to kind of information stewardship, right information at the right time by the right player. Let Google, Kerasoft, and their reseller partners help you imagine what your agency is capable of. To listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network, search Kerasoft. This is WTOP News. It's 823, an Afghan couple who came to the United States last year as refugees after the Taliban's takeover of Afghanistan now suing a U.S. Marine. It's a custody battle for a little girl who was in their care. The child, now three years old, came to the U.S. with her cousin and his wife after her parents and siblings were killed during a U.S. raid. In hopes of accessing better medical treatment for the child, they arrived in D.C. with the help of U.S. Marine Corps attorney Joshua Mast. That's when they say Mast took custody of the child, claiming he adopted her, a claim detailed in federal findings. Mast also claimed he believed her to be a child of terrorists. In response, the State Department said the goal is to reunite the child with her next of kin. Afghan officials have since gotten involved. Earlier this month, the case was heard in a Virginia courtroom. The proceedings were not made public. The child's fate is still unclear. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. COVID infections are being blamed for a dramatic increase in the number of women who died from pregnancy or childbirth complications in the U.S. last year. A government report lays out some grim trends across the country for expectant mothers. It finds that pregnancy-related deaths have increased nearly 80 percent since 2018, with COVID being a factor in a quarter of the deaths reported last year. Well, some worried parents of students at an elementary school in suburban St. Louis are reacting to the news that radioactive contamination was found inside the school and on the playground. They're demanding that their children be tested, and they're checking with their doctors about what to do next. A privately funded environmental study found the contamination at Jana Elementary School in Florissant. The school board says the school will be closed indefinitely for cleaning and its 400 students will do virtual learning until November 28th when they'll be sent to other elementary schools. Money news at 25 and 55. Walmart is joining other retailers announcing it'll be closed on Thanksgiving Day. Walmart CEO says opening on Thanksgiving is now a thing of the past. Many companies started closing on the holiday back in 2020 as a response to the pandemic. Last year, Target announced it was going to stay closed on Thanksgiving for good. Kohl's and Best Buy also say they will not open on Thanksgiving this year. The number of mortgages in forbearance continues to fall, but WTOP's Jeff Clayball says there could be a jump in forbearance approvals coming. As of September, just 0.69% of mortgages were in forbearance. That's a new pandemic-era low, but the Mortgage Bankers Association says devastation caused by Hurricane Ian is expected to lead to a spike in forbearance requests in Florida and the Carolinas. 53% of mortgages currently in forbearance have moved to an extension from their originally approved length of time. Money News sponsored by Mattress Warehouse of Washington, D.C. By Warehouse Direct at Mattress Warehouse with over 30 queen mattresses for less than $7.99. Plus 0% interest financing and free next day delivery. Coming up after traffic and weather, former President Trump answers questions under oath in a lawsuit accusing him of rape. It's 826. National Industries for the Blind, or NIB, is the largest employment resource for people who are blind. And they're creating American jobs, good jobs with competitive wages, training and development too. NIB helps thousands of Americans who are blind, including our nation's veterans, hear those two wonderful words. You're hired. Learn more about this great American workforce at nib.org slash workforce. Engage with innovators, visionaries, and partners in an action-packed day devoted to the possibilities that emerge when government and technology work. You think your dog deserves the best for the holidays. 
BarkBox knows they do. And the best is exactly what BarkBox delivers every month. You'll get fun-themed goodies curated for your dog, and you'll be joining a community of pups and their people. We're celebrating sugar season with a double batch of irresistible toys, treats, and chews from our season sweetings-themed box. To start spoiling your dog and get your free upgrade, visit BarkBox.com slash podcast.